podcast answer man social media podcast interview Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Today, I'm bringing you a special episode, which is another interview, although this time, I'm the one being interviewed. Actually interviewed by a great friend of mine, Mark Hunter from Scotland, and uh, I'll tell you a little bit more right now. That's right, folks. I am being interviewed in this episode of the Podcast Answer Man for the social media podcast. And of course, there's going to be all the details uh, throughout the conversation that you'll be able to link back to that. And uh, and um, my friend Mark Hunter at the very end will tell you all the ways that you can check out his show. Uh, and, and, and I encourage you to do so. But I wanted to share this episode with you just to, to give you some more con- content uh, give you my feelings and, and a little bit of my story for those of you who are relatively new to subscribing to the podcast Answer Man. Maybe you haven't listened to the previous 90 or so episodes. And so I wanted to uh, basically just give you kind of a, a broad stroke of, of where I got involved into podcasting, what it was like at first, how we got into the place where I quit my career in insurance, and uh, also, you know, basically what's happened in in podcasting as a result of that, and and how I build a community. Lots of things are going to be included in this interview, and what I'm about ready to do right now is bring uh, Mark onto the line. So I'm going to go ahead and pause right now, bring Mark onto the line, and I'm just going to let him completely run the show. And uh, so with that, here we go. I am unpausing right now, so go ahead whenever you're ready. Okay, well, what I'll do, Cliff, just to synchronize the tracks, after three, can we both clap? Oh, sure, absolutely. Okay. One, two, three. Got it. Okay, okay, I'll line that up. It's social media podcast number four. Uh, the website for the social media podcast is socialmediapodcast.tumblr.com and uh, I'm on my own this time apart from my guest who I will introduce in just a moment. Usually Claire and Kyle would be with me but I'm having to record this at home today. Uh, we had some issues with our internet access at the Podcast Matters offices which isn't great when you want to use Skype as I'm doing today. So if you hear children in the background and dogs and what have you, then that's just some signs that I've got some domestic bliss going on in the background. I think I'll just go straight in and introduce today's guest on the social media podcast. I'm really excited to be talking to him because he's got his finger in so many different social media pies and he's actually someone who's had a change of career thanks to social media. So I'll introduce him. His name is Cliff Ravenscraft from the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Cliff, thanks for joining me today. Thank you very much, Mark. I'm glad to be here, man. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, Cliff. Um, You're somebody that I've known about since I started podcasting in 2005 when I picked up on your, your Lost podcast. Yeah, that that's uh, Lost is a TV show that has been a worldwide phenomenon, uh, somewhat of, I guess you could use the word cult following, and I never realized in my entire life that I'd ever say one day that my life would be so shallow as to just have it summed up that 
a TV show has completely changed my life. Yeah, but we'll talk about Lost in a few moments because I'm convinced that Lost marked somewhat of a watershed. But we'll, we'll come and we'll, we'll talk to that in a little bit. Um, first of all, I mentioned your, 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 the name of your, your podcast production company, Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Can you just give the listeners, Cliff, a quick breakdown on what GSPN is? Sure, absolutely. In fact, I have a business card over here. And just so you know, um, not that we ever avoid the word podcast, but uh, I, I, we, we did change. We are now, uh, generally speaking, production network because uh, we do have a lot more than just the podcast. But I just want to emphasize that uh, there's a lot of people out there who are, are trying to abandon the word podcast. And I, I, I will tell everybody I am a full-time podcaster. That is my career. Uh, not a cool. full-time new media maker. I'm a full-time podcaster and podcast consultant. That's that's on my business card. But let, let me just read to you. It says, the Generally Speaking Production Network is the new media network of Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft. Podcasting since December 2005, Cliff and Stephanie host a variety of productions, including popular TV show fan podcasts, family-related shows, faith-based shows, and some of the best technology how-to programming on the internet. And of course, you can just go to visit... Uh, gspn.tv or just go to gspn.tv slash about and you can learn even more. Excellent. Yeah, I, I think you raised a, a pretty valid point, Cliff, when you changed the podcast and the company title to production. Um, the company I work for, that I'm the managing director of Podcast Matters and that's something that, that we found that, you know, for all the company was started originally to produce podcasts and that was all we did. It's gone beyond podcasts now, and I think that's probably the same experience you've had, that what you do on a day-to-day basis, yeah, you definitely are a podcast producer, but there's a lot more involved with what you do. Is that the case? Yeah, absolutely. In in fact, um, I would go so far as to say that um, I'm more of a, I guess if you want to call a community leader, uh, I would say that I spend about in my full-time career when it, it as it relates to gspn.tv uh, which is the the network i would say that probably 40% of my attention is actually focused on producing content and 60% of my attention when it comes to gspn is focused on community building building relationships with people and cl- connecting those people with each other in relationships and of course uh, when it when it comes down to it uh, you have to have multiple tools to reach multiple people in multiple different ways. So I'm very much a Facebook uh, aficionado. I am very much a, a Twitterer. So I produce content for Facebook, exclusively for Facebook. I, I produce content uh, for Twitter that's that's separate to Twitter. Uh, I produce content for my personal blog for people who are who really interested are in reading blogs versus listening to a podcast. Uh, and I also produce content on YouTube for just a YouTube audience. And, and I try to reach out in multiple different facets. Uh, and, and, and so absolutely, when I say podcast, I'm thinking media produced, stored on the Internet, but delivered via RSS. That's when I hear podcast, that's what I mean. And I do so much more than just deliver media through RSS. So more than half of your normal working day your normal working week is using social media tools to build communities. Am I, am I hearing that correctly? Absolutely. I would I would go so far as to say 60% of my day, my entire day, is spent 
social networking with people. Uh, sometimes personally in in person, we actually do a lot of um, do a lot of in person meetups. Where, uh, for example, for the TV show Lost, we've had parties where as many as 55, 65 people have shown up here in northern Kentucky. Some people coming from as far as the Netherlands all the way to the to Kentucky. But uh, there's a whole other story as to why they were here. Uh, but definitely, even just recently, we had people represented from six different states in the United States that came to our home and actually watched the premiere episode of Lost with us here in Kentucky. So the way I'm hearing it from you, Cliff, is that you've got a, a you've got a, a social media network which is pretty much internet based, but that has produced a community which has spilled over into the real world, if you want to call it that, where people are actually meeting face to face. They feel part of a community online so much that they will travel and they will meet face to face with other members of that social media community. Exactly. Can I give you a perfect example of this? Um, There are four girls uh, that were listening to our podcast who never, they lived in four different states. They had never seen each other face to face, never outside of podcasting and outside of a community being a community and outside of tools, social media tools being used by the podcaster, which would be myself. These four girls would have never met each other. Not a chance. So, but what happened is these four girls, four different states, all of a sudden started to participate and uh, respond to the content we were producing here at gspn.tv, specifically the Lost podcast. And they would join us in chat rooms. They would finally get involved in our forum online. They were leaving comments in the blog posts, um, all the different tools that we used. And those four girls, all of a sudden, when especially when I started using Ustream is I think when it really uh, happen is they decided it's like wow Cliff is using this thing Ustream and of course I'm always sharing what I'm using and how I'm using it and I think what happened was they decided one night to each of them fire up some webcams and they they created an HTML page where each of them was broadcasting a Ustream and they were doing like that little Brady Bunch intro where they were looking down at each other and they were all four of them just chatting with each other one night. And then it went beyond that and they would actually come night after night after night. And somehow they got the idea that they would do a podcast together, these four girls. And they started a podcast at the time. It was called Girls Night in Radio. And uh, basically they let me know about it. And obviously because they're members of our community, I definitely wanted to to publicize that forum, share with the rest of the community, hey, here's somebody in our community, actually four ladies from our community who have met each other through GSPN and now are launching their very own podcast. And so we promoted that and many of our listeners went and listened to that. Of course, they also reached new listeners that had never heard of us and 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 stuff like that through their podcasting efforts. And what happened was uh, just this past, I think it was the, either in the spring or in the summer, they, those four girls from all four different states, some of them met each other for the very first time face-to-face when they had a meetup. And if I'm not mistaken, I think about 30 people showed up from all over the U.S. I think that just illustrates really well how it's possible to build a community online, but that also has real-world impact. Um, you mentioned the use of Ustream, and I noticed, Cliff, that you use Ustream quite a bit. Can you just explain to to listeners of the social media podcast what Ustream is and how you use it? 
Absolutely. Um, Ustream is an absolutely, fr- and I say the word absolutely a lot, so forgive me, uh, but it, <laughs> it is a free service that's provided. You just need a, a webcam and a microphone hooked up to your computer. You click a little button after you set up an account, and you're streaming live video and audio um, to the internet, and it doesn't cost you anything. And they, of course, you can have invite people to come to your Ustream page, and there's a built-in chat room that they have and all that stuff. However, I use Ustream in a very unique way. I t- they allow you to take your live streaming video and to, to use some code like you would with any other widget. You can take the, the Flash embed code and put that on your own website. So if you ever go over to gspn.tv slash live, you'll see that I do not use the Ustream chat. I use my own chat room and own chat software called Chatango. Uh, it's uh, the word chat and then A-N-G-O dot com. It's a free chat room program, but I like the chat room because it's a little bit more visually pleasing. I have the I can customize it to admit, uh, uh, fit the color of and layout of my site better, and not to mention the fact I really enjoy the controls of um, moderating the room. And I and so it's a really nice chat room, but it, it gives a whole new aspect of what I'm doing. Now I don't do all of our shows live, but if you go to gspn.tv/calendar. Uh, I encourage people to check those out all times Eastern and come and participate or look at one of our shows and how we do it. And you will be amazed if you just sit and watch the chat room, what happens. Obviously, Cliff, social media plays a really big part of what you do on a day-to-day basis. And I know Stephanie's the same. She'll do a lot of social media things as part of GSPN. How has it affected your, your life, social media, from the day you started your podcast Till, till now, February 2009, what sort of changes have you gone through because of social media? Absolutely. So I, my first uh, bit with uh, social media was through podcasting, and uh, I, I'm not even going to admit to using MySpace back in the day uh, because I'm so ashamed of it. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, I, I grew up and got on Facebook, and that's going to really tick a lot of people off, and, and I've been known to do that. And I apologize if that sounded arrogant. And you can write me nice, not nasty emails at feedback at gspn.tv. I'd love to talk with you. But anyway, um, so so basically my first real introduction into social media was podcasting. And it was through uh, Father Roderick's uh, Daily Breakfast. And actually back then it was Catholic Insider. Uh, and, and Leo Laporte's This Week in, Test, in, uh, in Tech. And then also I found a lost podcast by a couple named uh, Ryan and Jen, uh, Jen Azawa. And uh, from Hawaii, and I, I, I just like I love technology, I love faith, and I love um, the TV show Lost. And so I wanted to say, hey, I want to get involved in this. So I started my own podcast called Generally Speaking, and I and I had this crazy notion, and I would always advise anybody out there that's an aspiring podcaster to stay away from general. Uh, but but anyway, the idea was that I would have one podcast feed and I would do some episodes related to Lost, some related to tech, and some related to faith. Well, what I learned is that people become very particular, especially in the Lost community. Uh, they do not want to hear you talk about tech. If they wanted to hear you talk about tech, they'd go find a tech podcast. And so um, I actually had, within the first couple weeks, some people say, you know what, I'll donate money if you will continue to podcast about Lost and only lost on this feed. And I'm like, oh, you said you donate money? I'd love to buy some new equipment for my podcast. Absolutely, I'll do that. 
And that's how it all started. Uh, within a couple of weeks, we had a couple thousand listeners um, to the or subscribers to the Weekly Lost podcast. And uh, I'll tell you what, when I hit that, when I got that bug, it hit me hard. In fact, it got to the point where I was probably on one podcast alone, just the Lost podcast. I was probably devoting about ten hours a week to that production, which means. Uh, pre-show preparation, researching on the internet, stuff like that, and then the actual production of the of the show itself and, and post-production, and so eight to 10 hours a week, but then I also started to really get, I was, gosh, I was probably getting about 300 emails a week at the time, and I'm a, one of those people who, from the very beginning, I respond to every email. You send me an email, yeah. feedback at gspn.tv, from here, listening to this, you will get a response. And so basically, I want to say that uh, I was working full time as an insurance agent at the time. That was my career. And uh, Lost Ate My Life is the name of a book out there. And that's exactly what podcasting did for me. Podcasting ate my life. And I'll be honest with you, uh, I do a podcast now called Family from the Heart with my wife. And I think it was uh, episode 68, we did the five threats to marital oneness. And one of them is we labeled as extramarital affairs. And uh, when we talk about extramarital affairs, we defined it as anything where you seek fulfillment out of something outside of your relationship with your spouse. And I will be honest with you and, and tell everybody, for me, podcasting became an affair. And uh, my wife was one of those uh, internet widows, if you will, for, <laughs> for now she podcasted with me about lost, but that was only about, that was only the 40 to 40 minutes to 120 minutes that we actually recorded the episode. But, yeah. the, but the other hours were all spent all this other time researching and doing post-production, that sort of thing. Exactly. So, so it really consumed me. I got overly caught up in it. And then all of a sudden, I'll be honest with you, uh, it was the first time I've ever had any sense of not I, I don't like the word fame but but I guess there's really no other word to better describe it people out there just like oh this is so great I love what you're doing you got to keep doing this and and man you're you're just your your podcast is starting to sound as good as Leo Laporte and it's like oh my gosh my head started to to swell and explode I started dealing with some pride issues and I've always been a people pleaser and then all of a sudden I, I found these things called iTunes reviews and uh, that that humbled me real quickly yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about them on, on the podcast, actually. You, you would sort of labour sometimes, and, and you could tell it was getting to you a little bit personally when you, you read the reviews. But I just want to just pick up on something you said a, a, a few minutes ago, Cliff, that very quickly you had multiple thousands of listeners to your podcast on Lost. Now, can you just clear up for us? Is your podcast on Lost officially sanctioned by the makers of Lost? It is not. It is not. It is, it is completely unofficial. I've never asked for any permission to do any of the things that I've done with my podcast um, and, and, or anything like that. I've never had any issues uh, from, from ABC or their lawyers or anything like that. In fact, uh, Jorge Garcia, one of the, the guy who plays Hurley, he's actually called into our show before. And uh, I happen to know uh, that several of the cast and crew of, of Lost do listen to our podcast and and also some other uh, pretty high up officials within Disney listen to our show as well. So it's pretty exciting. It is absolutely. And what it tells me, I'm not sure whether you agree, but it tells me that the power of user generated content online, the fact that it's not officially sanctioned by ABC, the people who actually make Lost, or any of their parent companies. It's just you and your wife in your spare time 
creating user-generated content that, that gets an audience and that people were actually willing to pay you to produce. This is true. Yeah, back in the day when we were just doing this as a hobby, people were donating. I, I will tell you, one one person donated uh, just out of the blue, and it, it, it floored me, Mark. I, I can't even tell you how much it floored me. Uh, but but somebody donated. They said, you know, hey, I understand you were talking the other day in, in your podcast and that you're looking to buy some more equipment so that you can get more, more microphones. I'd like to donate $350 towards buying a new mixer and some microphones. Wow, and and they sent it right over, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me! And uh, from the very from from our earliest days, people were were very generous in helping us. And I as I will I will tell you to this day, I have never spent a single penny that I did not have in my pocket on equipment for podcasting. I started out with 150 dollars that somebody gave me from Christmas. And I bought my, you know, my first setup. And for 150 bucks, I started from there. And as money started to come in, and people donated money through just a little PayPal button, we would just save up money. We'd buy new mics, and and eventually we we got to the point where now, if you listen to our podcast, we're we sound no different, if not better, than most FM radio stations as far as our quality of sound on the on the podcast. I think that's that, that's true. It's the, the sense of community where, where people invest themselves in user-generated content um, like your own podcast. And I think it's really cool how, it, how it's developed. But what is it you do now for a living off the back of your podcasts? Well, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Uh, obviously, I, I shared with you that I was an insurance agent. So uh, we had this this dream. A lot of people said, "Oh, Cliff, one day you're going to quit podcast. You're going to quit your job in insurance and become a podcaster." Full time, and I'm like, yeah, right. I mean, no way. That there's no way that's ever going to happen. And uh, and I started to hear that a lot. And when I started to hear it about three or four times a month, I started to it started to kind of creep up as an idea of maybe. And my wife and I were talking about it. And my wife says, if there's anything I can do to get you to come home away from that office, which number one, I became more and more miserable at uh, day after day. And you can come home and we can do this together as a business. I would so love that. And she supported me in that idea. And uh, in January of 2008, I quit my, well, actually in in September of 2007, I gave a 90-day notice. And on January 2008, I left the most solid, most secure career in insurance you could ever have in that I was making about $85,000 a year. Uh, I was I was working for an insurance agency that was for 11 years that was owned by my father, uh, who was going to retire in about five years, and I would be taking over the insurance agency as a partner with my sister. Uh, so you talk about security in job in yep. your job. Uh, I had it, but it didn't matter because I was so miserable, and I felt such a calling, uh, honestly, a calling to ministry through podcasting and and. And, and what God wanted me to do that was so different than insurance that I left all of that behind to, to do a career in insurance full time. Uh, and when I started in January of 2008, I had, I had no idea how I was going to make money. I just knew that there had to be a way and that if I didn't do this and try this, then, then I would be mad at myself years down the road. And uh, Basic. Go ahead. Sorry, carry on, Cliff. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, what I was going to say that so so how what am I doing? What did I do in January of 2008? I just I I had this idea in my head that there would be three ways I could make money as as in podcasting full time. 
One would be producing podcasts. And I figure, you know, I, I've at the time, I think I was producing about 11 different podcast shows uh, and producing about seven episodes or seven to 10 episodes a week uh, f- throughout those various podcast shows that I was producing. And I figured, oh, I could probably get some some advertisers to sponsor those and make a, you know a little bit of cash there. So maybe one third of my income will come in from that. And then the other, another third of my income would come from podcast consulting. People had already been starting to offer to pay me money to train them and teach them how to do the things that I do. And so I thought, that, you know, a third of my income could come from that. And then the other third of my income would become uh, from becoming an authorized reseller for a major radio broadcast uh, audio equipment supplier, which is actually, uh, I can get stuff a lot cheaper than most of the places online. So, so I thought, you know, equipment sales would be a way that I could make money. And so the, I, I just started to pursue that. And when I started in January, I had one client for consulting. The equipment sales took off right off the bat. In fact, in 2008, I sold more than $34,000 worth of equipment, which was totally awesome and a major blessing. Oh, yeah, major blessing by God there. Um, and the content was going really well, although getting sponsors is, is always a difficult task. It's not that it's difficult, but you, I mean, really, honestly, you need a marketing department and you need to go out and sell it all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and, that, and that stops you making the content. Exactly. It stops you from making the content and also stops you from, uh, producing, uh, uh selling equipment and, and making sure that all the deliveries are made, getting tracking numbers and all that other stuff. Uh, but it, and not only that, but it stops you from putting together these proposals for these consulting clients. So I remember back in the day, I would I would have people left and right. I would spend for the first two weeks of doing podcast consulting. Uh, the first two weeks were people who wanted to talk to me about my consulting and w- they wanted me to put together proposals on what I would do for them. And I'll tell you what, what happened was I found that they wanted me to put together this thing called a proposal and, and they wanted me to write it all out and send it over to them. And they were taking that and they were actually just doing what I had proposed and, and, and they just said, ah, I'll think about it. And it was really frustrating me. And, and I'm like, okay, how am I going to make a living doing this? And it finally, I had a person that emailed me. And he asked me a question, and I encourage everybody to listen to this question. But this this person asked me a question. Says, "Cliff, ask yourself, where do you want to be in five years?" And then he says, "Once you have that answer, he says, do something every single day. Doesn't matter how small it is. You have to purposely do something every single day to move you toward that goal." And the answer to that question came immediately. If there was anything I could do, where would I love to see myself in five years? The answer to that question is I would love to be paid full time to have most, if not all of my income come as a result of simply me sharing my life online with my wife and some friends and producing content that is entertaining, educational, encouraging, and inspiring. That is where I want to be in five years. And so I took his advice and I started immediately thinking, what is the next step that's going to get me towards that goal in five years? And uh, that's where I came up with this idea of doing gspn.tv plus membership. Yeah, so that, that's what I want to ask you about also, Cliff, because this comes back to the feeling of a, a social media generated community. And I know that you have a real thriving community um, around GSPN. Can you tell me a little bit about the community? What's it like to be a member? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, uh, chances are that if you're a member of the, the gspn.tv community, you likely found us in iTunes or Google while doing search for information about either the TV show Lost, Grey's Anatomy, Desperate Housewives, uh, Private Practice, Heroes, Doctor Who. Um, I would say probably about 94, 95% of the people who ever hear about us came to us through one of those shows. So chances are um, the the typical person will start to listen to one of those podcasts. They hear my wife. Uh, They will, of course, if they if they listen, they'll either be completely turned off by my wife and I being real and authentic behind the microphone, which sometimes means we disagree and bicker. Uh, Or sometimes you'll completely relate to that and you'll get used to it and you'll actually start to admire the fact that we can disagree and still have a very awesome, loving relationship that is truly amazing and, and 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 a blessing. And I thank God for my wife every single day. And those who who can put up with it and deal with all that stuff, they they tend to start to really care not only about what we think about their favorite TV show, but they start to care about me and my wife, and they start to connect. And so they start emailing their responses to you know, hey Cliff, I completely disagree with you. Stephanie was right on, or they'll say you know, hey, I I, I also really enjoyed this episode. Let me tell you what I think. We had voice, you know, people would call in, leave voice messages, and we would play their voice messages, and we would actually respond to them as if we were talking directly to those who would contact us. So um, we, we give out our email. You can email us anything, and there's no question. If you've ever emailed me, you have received a response, and usually within a, sometimes minutes, sometimes within hours, never more than a week. And, and it's only been a week if I was on vacation or, or in the hospital having my gallbladder taken out. But, uh, <coughs> but anyway, <laughs> if you're a member of our community, you have direct, direct access to both myself, my wife, uh, and, and you probably start to feel like you can relate and you, you really start to value the, the open authenticity. And, and what's really cool is you start coming into a chat room of a live show when we're recording live and all of a sudden you see other people in the chat room, you start talking with them and that slowly starts to introduce you into a relationship, especially if the person you're in the chat room with is somebody you've heard on the last three podcasts leaving a voicemail. It's like, oh my gosh, so you're Chef Mark? Oh my gosh, so you're Jeff from Indy? I, I I totally agree with what you said last week. And and then all of a sudden they hear that they can go to the forum at gspn.tv slash forum where we have uh, – we finally – we actually – to get into our forum, it, we've made it a very manual process. In fact, we make sure that you are definitely a hardcore gspn.tv person to get into our forum. And if you click on register when you go to there, you'll, you'll find out what I mean by that. But we, we really do guard our forum well. And we have about 500 people who are – very active in our forum that are building relationships with each other. And it's just amazing the amount of stuff people will share and uh, the relationships that are being built as a relate as a, uh, as a part of that. And of course then people hear, Oh my gosh, Cliff and Stephanie are doing this for a living. Oh my goodness. They have other shows. I would so love to listen to the full-time mom. I would so love to listen to the family from the heart or the almost daily devotional or the help. I got a Mac show. And they hear us, we just randomly talk about those other shows in our TV shows, 
in our TV podcast, and they start to listen to other shows. And before they know it, uh, an average GSPN.TV community member is connected with at least four or five, maybe 15, 20 other people in the community that they are starting to build a relationship with. They're, they feel com- really connected to my wife and I, or at least the fact that if they want to, they could always get in touch with us. Uh, and and uh, it, the, the relationship is definitely... Uh, on their end, it, it's as much as they want to be connected to us is 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 up to them because we, that's I mean this is my career this is what I do I want to be there and I want to be accessible so uh, it's really awesome and, and that that's what these people are experiencing and if you go to um, can I play for you a, a couple things Mark Yeah 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 to, of course because uh, rather than me talking about a GSPN TV Plus member let me let me play this for you real quickly Okay here's one. Hi Cliff, this is the Crazy Crowd, aka Richie, and I just called to thank you for all the great content you produce. It's really always amazing to listen to your podcasts, although I don't have the time to listen to all of them. The ones I listen to really contain great value and really helped improve my life. And I think this is just great how you are able to influence my life here in Germany in such a positive way. And one example is that I started jogging because of your war costs. And um, now I'm really able to jog for over an hour and more than 10 kilometers. And this is just great. So thank you very, very much, Cliff. And goodbye. Greetings from Germany. Richie. All right. That's Richie, a.k.a. the crazy crot in our yep, forum. Very good. And and this is a guy who who is now jogging. I don't even know what ten kilometers a day is, but he's jogging a lot. I don't have any. Yes, it sounds like a long distance to me. Yeah. So so and and let me just uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to just play like two other ones if you don't mind. Okay, no problem. All right, and this will give you because I I love hearing my community talk rather than me me just talking. So here's another one. Uh, My name is Michaela Walsh. I live in Melbourne, Australia. I've been a listener to GSPN for about three years and I've been a Plus member for the amount of time that Plus membership has been around. I used to be on the monthly support team. GSPN.tv is an awesome place to hang out and I love nearly all the podcasts that they produce. I love being a Plus member because I don't miss any episodes. I can listen to them whenever and wherever I like or I can listen to them live and interact with my friends that I've made in the community, on the chat room, while watching Cliff and Stephanie on Ustream and listening to them. So I get this great sensory overload of interaction. My favorite show is The Full-Time Mum. I don't have any children, but I absolutely love listening to Stephanie and to Sarah. My second favorite show is The Weekly Lost Podcast, which I've been listening to almost since the very beginning that it has been around. I love joining in the live show on the weekend when Lost is on and the chat room just flies. There are so many posts and so much interaction from all the people that I've been able to get to know. The forum is a very wonderful, friendly place and uh, you don't have to be worried about not understanding how forums work. You can always find somebody to answer your questions and... Cliff and Stephanie are just wonderful people, very kind, very caring, and they will go out of their way to spend time to get to know you and to interact with you. So I highly recommend becoming a Plus member. The $10 a month is absolutely great value. Please become a Plus member because we want to keep Cliff and Stephanie on the air. I highly recommend it and wish them all the best. 
All right. And and so I there if you go to gspn.tv slash plus, uh, Mark, your listeners can go and, and listen. I think I have at least 12 of those on there. And, and, and yeah, I have, I've checked about myself. I think there's someone from the UK has, uh, has put a message on there also the, of, of endorsement. And I think that, that illustrates another thing that, that we're trying to get over in the social media podcast is the, it's the conversations that develop whereby obviously you and Stephanie are producing content, but you're giving your, your listeners, the consumers of your content, the opportunity to interact with you. And I think that's that's a really powerful model where, you know, it's not just one-way traffic. Social media, whether it's a podcast or Twitter or a forum, is all about conversations, people talking to one another. That is exactly it. They, and and in my consulting that I do, and and, and I must say that I, th- I thank God for this also, that I, I am very much success, more successful these days than I was a year ago in uh, gaining some consulting business. But uh, the biggest question that people always ask me, how can I increase the number of people that listen to my show? And my favorite example of this was a guy who says, you know, I only have 80 people who listen, who download my podcast each week. And I asked him, I said, and, and tell do me a favor, tell me the names of some of those 80 people. And he, and it was just silent. And I said, well, obviously you're one of them, right? So I said, now you've got 79 other people. Tell me their names. And he, he was silent. He didn't have anything. He said, what are you talking about? I said, well, here's the deal. You've got 79 people. Your podcast is 45 minutes in length. You do it once a week. Do you recognize you have 79 people out there uh, and, a, and a percentage of them are probably downloading and not listening to it. But still, let's just say, say you have 60 people who are downloading your content and listening to it for 45 minutes. They're giving you 45 minutes of their life to listen to what you have to say. And you want to know how you can gain, you know, thousands of listeners and you don't even you haven't even taken the time to figure out who those 79 people are, who those 60 people are. You don't know any of their names. And so I said, here's what we do. First off, you forget about the idea of getting more than 80 downloads. Completely throw that out of your mind. And what you want to do is every single day for the next three months, you make it your goal to find out at least 50 people's names who are currently downloading your podcast and you're going to beg people to email you you're going to beg people to call in on a free voicemail line we're going to set up for you and you're going to beg people to leave comments on your blog and every time somebody interacts with you you're going to actually take the time and invest in a relationship with each of those people and and you're every time somebody leaves leaves a comment on your blog you're going to get a note in the email inbox you're going to respond to them via email you're going to also respond that same message by posting another comment in your blog so people see that you responded to that person and you're also going to read the comment in your podcast and he started to do that and would you believe that today that same person has more than 6000 subscribers to their podcast it's a really good example, Cliff, again, of the, the importance of the interaction, the importance of conversation, and, and really community also. Um, it's, a, it's a really good example of that. Cliff, we're just about out of time on this social media podcast. It's been really, really excellent and inspirational speaking to you. Um, I appreciate you taking the time out to do that tonight. I, well, I was glad to be here, my friend. Glad to be here. And I'd like to get you on the the show in a future episode, so watch out for that email and we'll get you back on again, Cliff. Very good. Thank you, Mark, very much. 
And for those guys that have been um, listening to, to the podcast, for, for your listeners of the social media podcast, um, check out Cliff's podcast over at gspn.tv and, and look with interest at the Slash Live site where Cliff um, uses Ustream to engage with the audience. To me, that's another excellent example of social media where you're delivering your content not just in an audio format but also via video and there's the chat interaction right there on the page and so I'd encourage you to, to check that out also over there at gspn.tv slash live check out the Ustream feed and we'll wrap things up here in this social media podcast you can find all the podcasts on iTunes and of course over at the website socialmediapodcast.tumblr.com we've also got a link to a room on friend feed where you can comment on all of the things that we've talked about on the podcast. So we'd love to hear from you over there. And until the next time, thanks for listening.